Welcome to Flip the Script with Vic, your weekly pep talk to expand and shift your perspective. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. Together, we'll unwind all the things you thought you knew and awaken to what's possible when you flip the script and take control of your own life. Are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, loves. Welcome to another episode of Flip the Script with Vic. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. I... I'm so excited to connect with you guys today. I feel like there is such a misconception around the new year in the Western world, but also just in the world in general, right? Because energetically, that idea of starting a new year in January actually doesn't really match up with Earth's natural calendar because we're in the middle of winter right now. Winter literally just started yesterday. Yesterday was the winter solstice. And now we're telling people it's time to start fresh and to go out in the world and to create new things. And yes, it is. But also, it's really time to incubate those things. It's really time to plant those seeds for the future so that come spring, come March, when the energy is shifting and the whole world is beginning to bloom, then you have the natural energy of the earth behind you and all the things that you are doing. And that's not to say that you're supposed to sit around all winter and do nothing. That's not true. What you're doing in the winter is all of that deep grounding work all of that deep inner work that allows you to truly bloom come spring. And so, you know, I don't buy into this whole new year, new you, like any of those ideas. And I was really thinking about this because my friend Frances asked the other day about New Year's resolutions and if people in her community did them, why or why not? And my immediate reaction was no, but I had to take a second to think, why I don't like New Year's resolutions and why I have never really done them. And yes, it's because of the energy of the year, but also because I'm the type of person that wants to set goals all year long. And because we shift and evolve and change, I think those goals should shift and evolve and change as well. I don't think it makes sense for us to make an arbitrary goal and then kick ourselves in the pants when we don't meet it, when maybe a month from now, maybe even a few days from when you set that goal, you've shifted your energy. And now that goal is no longer in alignment for you. It was in alignment for an older version of you. And so it's not that it was wrong. Things have just shifted. And if you're on this healing path and you're you're doing all of the deep spiritual inner work, you're going to be shifting rapidly. And sometimes we are shifting so rapidly that the goals that we set for ourselves, even the day before, no longer fit this new version of us that we're stepping into, that we're becoming. And I really think the best thing you can do for yourself is then shift them and change them and be malleable and be flexible because we are all plasma. That is really what you're working towards, if you will, is to be like plasma and to be, you know, for my uh, my millennials, I always think of Alex Mack, right? That TV show with Larissa Olenek where she like turns into this puddle of goo. That's what you want to be because that form is malleable and flexible and changeable. And it has enough structure to take on any shape that it wants, right? But it can shift and it can adjust at any point so that she can go under a door or she can travel into the smallest of spaces or 
you know, she can go anywhere and be anything when she's in that form. And how freeing and liberating is that? That for me is is the ultimate goal. And, you know, of course, it's not like physically to to be that because that's not possible in the 3D world. But you get the idea, right? That analogy that I'm making because that is how you're going to grow and expand and change is if you allow yourself to be less rigid and be less stringent. And again, it's not to say that goals should go out the window. You need the masculine with the feminine. You need that structure to hold the feminine, to allow it to blossom. And so winter for me is about setting up those structures and going back and revisiting right now, we're in Mercury retrograde until the end of the year. And when planets are in retrograde, I've said this before, I don't think it's a bad thing. People, especially Mercury retrograde, it gets a bad rap, I feel like, because everyone says like, oh, all these technology glitches and don't sign any contracts and Mercury retrograde is a terrible time. It's really not. Mercury retrograde is a time for revisiting things. And what a beautiful gift to get to look at something again with fresh eyes from this new perspective that you maybe have because you have grown and changed. So maybe the systems and structures that you have set up for yourself aren't nurturing anymore and aren't actually holding you. Or maybe you need to shift the way that you do business or the way that you approach conversations with your partner. Literally anything in this life can be revisited and shifted during these beautiful retrograde times. And Mercury specifically is the planet of communication. So for me, it's all about going back to see, okay, these visions and dreams that I have for myself, these things that I have communicated out to the world, do they still fit? And then not shaming myself if, I, if they don't and adjusting accordingly because we can and should change at any moment. And I think it needs to be normalized that you are not the same person that you used to be. And I feel like people sometimes can have these visions of us that we're stuck in in amber, right? That we're stuck in time and space at this one point that they remember us at, whether they've known us since high school or they've known us since you know our party days in our early 20s. And it can be really hard for people to shift their perspectives that you have changed. But change is possible. I don't believe either in that old idiom that like, you know, a tiger can't change its stripes. I think that's very untrue. I think anyone can change at any time because the brain is so capable of change. It has immense neuroplasticity to be able to change, but it is always going to go back to the thing that it knows. It is always going to go back to the path of least resistance so that it is using the least amount of energy. So unless you are making these changes and then practicing repetition over and over and over again to create new neural pathways, that's why people give up on their new new year's resolutions. That's why people give up when they're trying to create change because the body is hardwired to do things as easy as possible. And change is hard until you have done it enough that it is ingrained in you and then it becomes your new way of being. And so that's what winter is for me is that time to create those new neural pathways to create those new grooves in the brain that are going to bring about the most change for you. And that is not by setting an arbitrary date or a goal to say, oh, by the end of 2024, you know, I need to do X. Great if that is how you want to vision your life, if you want to, to make a blanket statement about your big vision, but know that you can change it and that it's actually really healthy to check in with yourself over the next couple of months to see if that vision still makes sense. And it is okay if your vision is not a grandiose vision. It is okay if you want 
less for your life than other people do. There is no shame in that. I've said before that your wants and desires are yours for a reason. And we need to get rid of the shame and the judgment around them because everyone has their place and everything has its place, right? And so not everyone is going to be the big balls to the wall person. Not everyone is going to be the quieter person that just wants to do things for themselves and maybe doesn't want to help humanity. You know, whatever your goals and dreams are, it is okay if they feel selfish and if it's not about saving the world or saving the planet or doing, you know, uh, building the next most amazing company to help the earth. Like there are people whose dreams are going to be that and that's great. Your dream may just be to be the happiest, healthiest you. And that is perfect because as you ripple that out into the world, you are creating lasting change in your life and in those around you. And it is just as valiant and amazing as people that are doing bigger things. There is no comparison in that at all. And so, you know, I think a lot of people get discouraged also when they're not seeing the changes or they make such a grand vision that it's unattainable. And I say unattainable, not because they will never do it because that's not true, but because again, the mind can't make the leap from here to there. And so it needs the baby steps to get there. It needs the little adjustments day by day to create the new neural pathways that are then going to become the new normal. And so I want you guys to set yourself up for success in 2024. And in doing that, you got to throw some of these old rules out the window. In January in the Portal Collective, my online kundalini and breathwork membership, we are going to be cocooning. That is the energy of January for us is that metamorphosis, that cocoon, that caterpillar who is all is really snug and is making so much transformation and change, but it's all internal and it's not outward. It's not that yang energy. It's that inward yin energy, that that beautiful softness. Right. And like I said, you need the balance of both. So, you know, it's not that we're not going to be making moves we're just going to be putting down the plans to make moves when the energy better aligns with moving forward. Because when you are constantly fighting the energy of the natural order and energy of the collective, you're wasting energy essentially when it could be better put to use when you go with the flow of what's happening in the world around you. Because energy is everything, right? And you're always going to be attracting or repelling things based on your energy. And when you are trying so hard to go against the waves that are crashing on the shore, you can, you can do it, but it's going to be so much harder than if you waited to ride the wave when it was already naturally coming. And so winter is a really beautiful time. I used to honestly really hate winter because I don't like the cold, but also I hate the shorter days and I hate feeling cooped up in my house and I hate feeling like there's less sun. But I'm starting to realize that you have to be your own sun in these times and you have to set yourself up for success in the rituals and the habits that you make for yourself. And so can you turn your face towards the light during these dark times in a way that's helping prepare you for when the sun comes back fuller and brighter again? Because honestly, the biggest work tends to be the unsexy work. It's the work that nobody sees on the outside. It's that inner world, that inner confidence, the emotions, everything that's going on inside of you that then 
translates to things outside of yourself, but it has to start in word first. So within, so without, right? And so if you are not taking that time right now to do that, I would really suggest and invite you to slow down and begin potentially a morning practice if you don't already have one. Maybe you start journaling every day, but little by little, working towards those goals that you want to have for yourself in the spring. And if you still want to set a New Year's resolution, good for you. That's amazing. I just encourage you to go back and revisit it and see if it really makes sense in a couple of months or if there is a new dream that is birthing within you that feels more relevant and more present because we don't fit in spaces that we are no longer meant to be a part of. So even if we fit in them at one point, when you shift and you grow, you may have outgrown those people, those places, those things, those dreams. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes we keep ourselves small because we get scared of that. We get scared of, oh, am I no longer going to fit in with my friends? Is my husband no longer going to love me? And actually, that's a conversation I had with my husband this week because I feel sometimes like I'm shifting and changing and growing so much and it's scary. And I, and I was really vulnerable with him and shared that like, I worry sometimes like, are we going to be so different because I'm shifting and changing and I'm no longer the person that he married. I'm more me. Yes. But it is a very different person. And, you know, he reassured me that no, he would always love me, which is beautiful. Um, but it is fear that may come up from time to time. And it is okay to have these notions, right? Because they're they're just little nudges and signs from our ego. And the more that we can sit with them and we can ask if they're really true, then we can move through them. So this is that time to be visiting those things that you may be inadvertently self-sabotaging yourself. You may be keeping your energy small because you have these unknown fears, subconscious fears, right? In the back of your brain that are that are there, that you don't even know they're there, but you're not taking the time to be still and to discover what they are and then to express them because it's one thing to bring awareness to it, right? I always say awareness is the first step and that's huge. And maybe you sit in awareness for a while before you move into doing anything about it. But I am a firm believer that when your throat chakra is open, when you are in your power, when you are in your confidence, you don't shy away from these scary conversations. You don't shy away from these fears that you may have. And you are not your thoughts and you are not these feelings that you may have. They are guideposts, right? They, they show you where you have more healing to do, where you have more inner work to do. And so I love to take that time to say, okay, what are my guideposts right now? What are my feelings and emotions trying to show me that is bubbling up to be healed, to be talked about with others? And I encourage you, if you do not have spiritual sisters or buddies to be going through this journey with. I'm here with you. I would love for you to reach out and share what you're going through with me because this path can get really lonely because you feel like maybe you're the only person that's going through these things and you're not. Everyone is going through something at some point in time or potentially has experienced that thing that you're fearing and worrying about. And we would all be so much stronger if we talked about it and shared about it together. And that's why I think it's so important for me on social media to be so vulnerable and share what I'm going through and share the ups and the downs because 
I really think it's important for us to normalize the the healing journey and that it isn't all love and light and there are lows and highs and everything in between. And, and as confident as I am and as happy as I am, I still have these fears too, right? Especially when it comes to my family and changing and making sure that, you know, I am not going to lose anything um, in this transformation. And I truly believe, of course, right, that you can't lose anything that wasn't meant to go anyway. Um, and, and the things that are meant for you are always going to stay. But the brain has a way of tricking us and of trying to keep us safe. And, you know, the worry and anxiety that may be presenting itself to you, again, it's just a guidepost to show you that you're spending too much time in the future. And, you know, if you are in any of your anger or your rage, you're spending too much time in the past and you need to spend some time in the present forgiving and giving forward to that future without being in that energy and staying in that energy so much that you get anxious or that you get worried. And, you know, we can't control anyone else. The only thing we can control is ourselves and our actions and our behaviors. And so this next week before the new year is it just a perfect time to take inventory of what's working in your life what's not what deep inner work do you want to dive into in january where the world is dark and the world is quiet and it is a perfect time to be expanding and searching within your soul and grounding your energy i think i said that at the beginning but grounding is so important in our spiritual work and so we're working on our roots right now we are going to be digging in deep so that we have these solid foundations so that when spring comes and we're ready to blossom and we're ready to rock and we're ready to go, we have nothing holding us back because we are grounded and stable and in our own energy and ready to blossom. So if you get nothing else from this episode, I just encourage you to take your own time and to follow your natural inclination to hibernate right now and to not be doing and to instead go inward, take inventory, revisit structures, systems, the masculine things in your life that are supporting you and making sure that they are making you feel held. And then you're better able to flow into that feminine and into um, that natural blossoming energy come March. So Thank you for being here with me. My return to you retreat in Mexico this April is going to be amazing. It is all about helping you release, surrender, and receive. If you would like information, you can apply in the show notes. We've got payment plans and I'm setting up all of the amazing co-facilitators that are coming. So I'm getting super excited. And if you're listening to this the week that it's getting released, December 26th, um, then I still have that confidence consciousness masterclass happening on Friday, December 29th at 10:30 a.m. Eastern. There's a replay available if you are unable to attend live. I hope you are enjoying the holiday season. I love you so much, and I will see you next week. Be good to one another. Mm-hmm.